0: This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. The Sports Galleon Podcast, excited to bring you our East and West Regional previews featuring top seeds Michigan and Gonzaga, and most delightfully, not Duke. Uh, great, great development for the tournament on this podcast. We are delighted. Uh, Rain Man, who do you got advancing out of your East and West
1: Regions? All right, anyone who knows anything will say you have to pick Gonzaga in the West unless you're trying to win big pool. I honestly think Gonzaga's going to win the West. They win the West. For the East, the people's champion, the coach everyone wants to win, Leonard Hamilton and the Knolls.
0: The Knolls. I, do you hear the drums rumbling? I hear the drums a little bit. Bum, the drums bum, are rumbling bum, a little, bum, little bum, bit. Bum, All right, that's, a, that's enough of that. We'll need permission, Seminole Nation. Uh, capper on the other end of the podcast uh, Who do you got in your east and west region uh well the west is
2: the least competitive region in the bracket that was gonna of go gonzaga i mean lock it up rub it down that's over and done with already on the other side the east might be the most competitive bracket uh region in the bracket um i think you've got four or five teams that could potentially come out of that side but I hate to tell you, I'm taking the Texas Longhorns.
1: <laughs> I'm doing it. Shock and magic. Him. Okay, cool. Hook him. Hook 'em. All gas, no brakes.
0: Listen, man, this is the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Dude, everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit cuz you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the
1: real show. Watch- we will ban your bookie's wife. Step your game up. Stop being a dick. Make today a great day. This is Ben
0: Your Bookie's Wife. We are uh, going to start here with the West Regional. We also uh, covered the uh, South and Midwest yesterday. Check your feed. Uh, in the West, it, this one, uh, it, it, you got to, I will say to, gonzaga's credit they were so dominant that they did deserve this horrible bracket surrounding them they have beat the number two three and four seeds in their own bracket in commanding fashion two of the four seeds ha- are coming into the tournament with major COVID issues this is a case where there's just very little balance in this bracket which by march madness standards this is usually the bra- this is usually when some fuckery happens and some craziness but it's hard to judge that ahead of time but if you theoretically had to go with someone other than gonzaga do you see anyone making it could it be like virginia making some kind of running or is it just the zags well so
2: i i, I don't see it being
1: <laughs> i definitely don't see no, it being no. the to answer who's. that immediately like. uh no i, I will say Gonzagas deserve this they are by far the best team in the country and probably have sort of separated themselves more the pack than any other team has since maybe like that dominant anthony davis kentucky team a couple of years ago, undefeated. They may very well do the thing this year. It looks like they will in Indiana's backyard. The only other team to do it, credit to Bob Knight, Quinn Buckner, Scott May, the captains on that team for the 75-76 Indiana Hoosiers. The team and Gonzaga this year is stacked. Second overall pick, Jalen Suggs, Drew Timmy, Corey Kispert, Joel Ayayi. wow. Uh, number one in points per game at 92.1, number three in assists per game at 18.3, and number one in field goal percentage at 5.51. 5. Truly a fantastic basketball team. Credit to Mark Few, fantastic coach. Uh, if you don't like Gonzaga, you don't like college basketball. That being <laughs> I mean, said, they
0: are, they're... That being that's said, quite the yeah, run you just you went, went on. You went yeah. on a big uh, Rain Man meld there. If we got, I had to uh, pick was... a
1: team that could beat them in the west they will not beat them in the west it'd be usc
0: hmm
1: oh we stuff. know iowa can't we know iowa can't hmm uh I mean, okay i'll pass
2: on iowa so and and the reason why that you see
1: it might have the best uh college basketball player in the tournament uh other than yeah. obviously the Oklahoma state guy if uh, their center gets high the then they could win a game right Evan mobley one of the best um, one of the best I players mean, in college basketball Evan a game. mobley
0: That's really it. It's like it's basically Evan Mobley taking over a bus. It it is unreal. Just it is. It goes to show you that if you're uh, there's really no point playing on the West Coast if you are even like a phenom college basketball. Because this motherfucker has won Player of the Year, Pac-12. He's won Defensive Player of the Year. He's won Freshman of the Year.
1: How many people know about him? How many people knew about him coming into this tournament? No, no he's going to be this. the second or third overall pick in the NBA draft. I think he's more dominant probably than Jalen Suggs at Gonzaga just because he's, he's a center who can shoot, and that's have extremely watched, valuable have in college you, basketball. Are you, have you just
0: looked at the numbers of who you did you oh, watch him play? I, 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 him. <laughs> I have
1: watched Mobley tape, sir. Sir, he, he's fantastic. Uh, do I think USC will beat Iowa? No, but do no. I think they're more likely to beat Gonzaga than Iowa? Yes.
2: I love Gonzaga. That it's just a fantastic basketball team in a year that nothing was certain. The Zags were certain every single time they took the court undefeated going into March madness. I mean, it's, it's been done 20 times, I think, and nobody has completed the, you know, the deed and except for that 75 76 Indiana team. Um, I think the wild card here is Kansas. Um, with all the uncertainty around um, their program in terms of COVID, um, they played really well down the stretch before um, they had to shut down in the Big 12 tournament. Yep, like we don't know did. who's going to be you know, yeah. out of COVID protocols, in pro- COVID protocols when they start this thing um, this weekend. But that's a very talented team. It's obviously like an underwhelming Bill Self team, but that's not saying a whole lot. Like they're always – there at the end of the year so that's
0: a great segue into uh our covers in the region because i have actually i like eastern washington plus 10 and a half is one of my covers against kansas uh everyone's been paying attention to uva's layoff and i think kansas's layoff has a bit gotten, gotten swept a little bit under the radar. They're going to be down at least one starter. Um, Jayhawks, they always make the tournament, but they do not win the tournament. They have a tradition of kind of laying eggs. And, yeah, and they it also it have a tradition like a... of winning
1: the Big 12, so maybe they flop it this yeah. year. Yeah, ooh. I mean, Ooh. this
0: is a uh, this is a tournament, and this is a spot where it would almost be unusual if Kansas blew them out by 30 here. I, I am expecting a, a closer game, uh, so I like the ten and a half here uh, with Eastern Washington. Uh, I, Kapper, I mean, I'm mean i fine you, with that play. Kapper staying in the Big 12. Uh, you like uh, this? Is I have no read on this game, so I'm curious to hear what your read is. You like OU minus two against Mizzou? Oh, you.
2: What? Yeah. You it
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You can't take Texas Stop. to win that their their quarter and then take OU against Missouri. This is embarrassing, Whoa. but please. I'll get I'll seed the floor. Whoa. I'll see the floor.
2: Whoa. Just pump those brakes a little I'm bit. I'm seeding the brother. floor. Um Missouri was good throughout the year in the SEC. Um they're just not super impressive and OU boasts a ton of good quality wins. Ages uh, ago. They're thirty 30- 35th in offensive efficiency. Ages ago. Um, mm, I mean, like the Cretaceous period. Oklahoma about, was
1: good at basketball.
2: We talked yesterday about how good losses can be used to. Um, <laughs> you the bet on a team. We can't talk about. We can't talk not about great not Even the if they were
1: either. months it's a ago. But, <sighs> Please, I mean, you're uh, seeing the floor again.
2: Austin Austin Reeves is really good. He he led the Sooners 17.7 points, 5.7 rebounds. Almost five assists per game. Um, they just are a really good team. They're a well-coached team. That guy's been in the tournament many times with this Oklahoma team. Um, I think that they just come out and. Yeah, you know, I don't know that they're going to blow the doors off Missouri, but I think they're going to beat them. Pretty Capper, handily. I
0: love Lon Kruger too, but you're looking at. I do take exception with you saying that uh, Oklahoma is the team with a bunch of wins when you have Missouri who beat Illinois. Uh, Beat Oregon, beat Wichita State, beat Liberty, yep. Beat Alabama, yep. Beat Arkansas. Yep. They have shown that they yes, can they, beat. They really, played, yeah.
2: They, they played the teams in their conference well. They also played some of the teams in their conference shittily because okay. they Okay, stop, stop, stop stop, 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 stop. They were thirteen and three in early January. What did they finish the year? Sixteen and eight. So they went a three and five stretch to finish the year. Okay, um, fine. Can I, can, I, fine. I, can I pause
1: you for a second there? Three and five stretch to finish the year. OU uh, lost five of their last six games. The only win was a win against Iowa State by six. Iowa State had two wins all year. So if you want to talk about limping into the tournament, you can look it up. In yeah, Mary but Iowa Webster State played dictionary. a couple teams Oklahoma good. On team.
2: Iowa State played a couple teams good.
1: They were trying to keep that guy's job. Yeah, okay. This is, yeah, uh, give, me, give me Missouri <laughs> money line. You don't need the points lock it up uh i don't know
2: missouri missouri is just like very average
1: They're top uh, yeah but been bad defense. all of february so i done. hate when the parents
0: fight so i'm gonna but it's give march you, i'm gonna give you a pick that all three of us are on which is uh ohio plus seven and a half against virginia i think a wonky pick on, i think everybody is on this right now um I which think, is tough. Yeah, which is tough. You you don't, you but don't like also that part not, of it? because
2: we're sharps. We
1: are sharps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Uh, but what what about o- Ohio plus seven and a half? So I guess this is more. Are you betting against Virginia? Are you betting on Ohio? That's Both. Maybe the way I'm but, not
1: betting yeah. against Virginia. I think Virginia wins the game. I want to make that very clear. I think Virginia is a good basketball team. I think the hate this year on Virginia has gone too far, and I don't get it. Uh, that being said, Ohio has the best player on the floor with Jason Preston. He's been amazing this year. He, you probably already heard his name on ESPN, CBS Sports, Fox, News, Fox Sports, whatever you use. Uh, he's the guy that remember this name that the talking heads give the spiel about. I'm that guy right now. Yes, Jason Preston. He might be like John Morant for Oakland a couple of years ago. That being said, so Ohio can score, but Virginia ranks 35, three. Sorry, Virginia ranks 357 out of how many D1 college basketball teams in pace of play. Who wants to guess? It's
2: 359. Last, yeah. 357.
1: Virginia is dead last in pace of play. You're getting plus <laughs> 7.5. Not that many points are going to be scored. Give me Ohio. That's all
0: I had, basically, was it, this isn't going to be a high-scoring game, so 7.5 points it seems
1: a lot more it's like than the other, than the other yeah. games. It's like that's the read. Cap, what are your thoughts?
2: It's super surprising because, um, obviously, we know Virginia teams – as playing really good defense over the last few years. They won that championship in 2019. They were just suffocating on the defensive end of the the court. And this is the worst defensive team um, that Virginia has had since, um, what's his name, Tony Bennett took over. I mean, he's not singing anymore. He's just coaching basketball, but not very well this year. They have COVID issues, obviously obviously (laughs) going in – Getting canceled out of the ACC tournament, um, and Ohio—they can shoot. Like they can put pressure on you with some shooters. And if they get hot for for a short period of time in this game, like they'll be able to keep it close. I yeah, think.
1: absolutely. And to echo that statement, Virginia and adjusted defensive efficiency ranking 33. Usually they're solidly in the top five or ten. Offense though, very good, ranking 12. They play slow, but they are efficient. Uh, yeah,
2: the the offense is way better than most. Tony Bennett lets led. Virginia teams but you know if you can't stop somebody on the defensive end then
0: what are you gonna do last seven uh, and a half
2: points is a lot
0: last spread pick we have on the docket is uh rain man and this is actually a pick I like too I think this is an underrated team I like Chris, Chris Duarte a lot you have Oregon minus five and a half versus VCU
1: yeah, I, I think Oregon's good. Uh, they're athletic. That Nike money has to be good for something. But mostly, I just don't trust VSCU. This is not a good VCU team. They're nineteen and seven. They are not the like a Cinderella darling this year. They're just not very good. I think Oregon be able to pull away in the second half.
2: Yeah, this, this is interesting. We're giving we're giving the Pac twelve a lot of love so far. No, uh, don't say um, we. And no, you. Know, you per, yeah, I should say of Oregon you and. You and Bill Walton, um, <laughs> who picked five Pac-12 teams to make the Final Four this year. <laughs> you know, If, oh, I, could, if I could be in a
1: room with anyone watching games in March Madness, it would be Bill Walton. So I'll accept that company. Dude, I
0: would pa- rather I get mean, fucking a root canal than sit next to Bill Walton watching basketball games yeah, all day, buddy. <laughs> pass the Dave, puff, Dave Bill. Dave like, is let's going, go. Like,
1: I'm in.
2: He's going. He's going straight to the line in heaven for sitting next to Bill Walton, announcing these late Pac-12 after dark games. I do love it. I, man. I f- love
0: it. Real, real talk about. <laughs> Uh, I think Bill Bill Walton playing too much of a character. I feel I think he's feeling himself a little bit too much. He's playing too much of a character. Sometimes I don't think it's and natural. He, I think it's he rewired his brain. Yeah, I think I want, that is Bill Walton. So now. it's one thing. I think if he's actually <laughs> he's on a bunch himself. of bikes because his back is fucked up and he's really high as a kite on opioids. Okay, that's kind of funny. But when he's just <laughs> like riffing <laughs> off his dome and like trying to sound weird for the sake of weird, no, it's entertaining to me. Uh, I'll just say it.
2: All right. Are you saying he'll be humbled and only zero teams will make the final four from the Pac-12?
0: No, I'm saying he's in Indianapolis, and there's a lot of opioids there, so he's in good shape. Uh, we, uh,
1: if <laughs> you have a drug problem, please Google how to get help and uh, and do so.
0: <laughs> no, we, yeah. Uh, but, but he's fine. Uh, so, Oregon, minus 5.5, that's a logical pick. We can uh, go to our money line picks here. Uh, me and Capper are on... I think everyone's favorite, which is uh, the Gauchos. Uh, the sharp money came in on them right away. Yeah, they just a, this they're, they're just a solid ass team. They're going against a Creighton team that's lost three of six and has very little juice. Um, I don't know. I I think this is i I'm
2: twelve five. You can't go wrong. So I've, I've, that's I've, my p- issue
0: with this pick is
1: it's a little too trendy. That's it.
0: <laughs> I think it's. I fair. love picking I think against it's trendy twelve. Sexy. I, well, you guys, it is documented on the podcast. I like the Gau- I talked about the Gauchos. You like the Gauchos. Uh, you can two own weeks them. Weeks ago, I, I, uh, I think that they're like a good team. When I saw the matchup against Creighton, I honestly think Creighton is like a relative to the others, a pretty decent five seed. But I just, I like, I, I will take the points and I will take the money line. It's one of those games.
2: It's um, it's interesting because obviously they're playing in a conference where they have zero competition. Yeah. Um. They are top seventy-five. Ken Palm. They've won eighteen out of the last nineteen games. Though I mean, I, I they I won think eighteen of their last nineteen. To a certain 19, extent, they've
0: beaten every think, team that beat them. Yeah. Um.
2: I think at a certain point, like to a certain extent, at a, you know, it doesn't really matter who you're playing at that point if you've won. If you're stringing you've all those wins, yeah. one Since since New Year's Day, you're probably doing something pretty well. So.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I'm fine with the
0: pick. I talked about before. Uh, they got all of the transfers from big programs. They they aren't going to be going against Creighton and think that they're going against a team that's more talented than them straight up because they're not. Um, so I, I just like them in that spot. Uh, Rayman, what was your money line pick? Well, Girl, this I, I took Missouri Jimmy against Oklahoma.
1: <laughs> your your Missouri money line pick. Oh uh, you, wow, you, yeah, it was a, a topic. Of... But to be honest, it's the only dog who I honestly think is going to win in this in this side of the
2: bracket. There was a lot of call-outs yesterday about. Um, cowardice and soft, soft dogs. Well,
1: when you have two soft, soft dogs, that's a problem. But yeah, I
2: do? one, do? one I is don't,
0: okay. I don't care for the term soft dogs. I'm gonna put it out there. <laughs> It's <laughs> not my What about favorite. fluffy dogs? Uh, uh, that's better. Well-conditioned coat dogs. Co- Cud- uh, Cuddly. We'll pet them. Uh, Capper and I like the same total in this region, uh, which is Iowa and Grand Canyon going over. I honestly think Grand Canyon, they're a spicy little program you out there. You think Frankie Muniz is going to be in the stands around.
1: for Grand Canyon in Indianapolis? If he's not. No is he the mascot now, officially? If not, then that's a huge loss for Grand what, Canyon. What was the,
0: what's the point of having a vaccine if Frankie isn't the first one out there getting it so he can be on the sidelines for his GCU boys?
1: Uh, we want Malcolm. We hey, want you're, not Malcolm. Mean, obviously, you're not the boss
0: of me now. Uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously,
2: Iowa just runs it. Um, and Grand Canyon played some good defense under Bryce Drew this year. But they won't be able to stop I one off. Congrats to the Drew brothers by the way. Points here, both making it. Uh, Yeah,
0: I think uh, that covers our discussion. Disgraced Bryce Drew making a run
2: back to the tournament. Proud of him.
1: (laughs)
0: That uh, that covers our uh, Western bracket. We're now going to cover the East bracket. Our last quadrant. uh, After this quick word from our sponsors.
1: Hey Capper, fast forward. It's Friday afternoon. You're watching the games. What are you doing on your phone?
2: Scroll on Twitter? No. Oh, that's right. We're over at BYBW Podcast on Instagram, going viral with the hottest memes that have ever hit the application.
1: Wow. Yeah. Forget WhatsApp. Forget Facebook Messenger. Instagram. BYBW Podcast. That's it. That's a take. There are 30 seconds. <laughs>
0: All right, and we end it with the East bracket. And uh, this is, I. it's my favorite section of the tournament. My favorite region, too. Uh, I think it's the most, yeah. co- mostly because it is the most competitive. We haven't had a ton of debate about who's going to win the other regions. It seems pretty clear, but in the East, it's wide open. Uh, so uh, I guess, Capper, you had uh, said that you are you are on the horns. Uh, Rain Man, you had said. Literally
1: every game is going to be good.
0: Great man, you said you're riding with Leonard Hamilton and uh, Florida State. So where I'm gonna start, of course, is Michigan. Do we really think without Livers? Do you where when do you think they get knocked out? Do you think it's the second round? Do you think it's the Sweet Sixteen?
1: I think they make it I the Sweet they, Sixteen. They make
2: it through this weekend,
1: and then, and then lose to the Noles. Uh But yeah, I do think Michigan's probably. The fourth best team right now in the east like I would I would take Florida State obviously have them in the final four. Texas and Alabama over Michigan. I kind of sneaky like BYU too. Hmm. Uh, I think harms. Harmson did go to BYU not to be competitive in the tournament. Uh, but my, my pick for Florida State's bracket-based here, it's because I think Michigan's weaker. I don't know how you pick against Texas and Alabama with any confidence. Honestly, BYU could knock off Texas. Connecticut could get hot and beat Alabama. That portion of the East is just tough. Uh, Florida State, they got to get through Michigan. I think they'll be able to handle Georgetown or Colorado or UNCG pretty easily. So I, I like Florida State. You've heard me about yeah. the Mills before. Uh, Second-best major six conference team at shooting the three at 390. The hot hand, that's how you win March. Capper uh,
0: and I both have this trendy pick. Oh, there's a lot of people on Texas to make it out of this region, I'm seeing, which uh, makes me which is a lot it makes you nervous. They've, they've won the last three tournaments they've been in, stretching back to 2019. We got the NIT, we got the Maui Invitational, we got the Big 12 tournament, so... Take that for what it is, but even if you took <laughs> I, the name off the jerseys, and I'm sure Capper agrees with me, you got good guard play and you got great defense, um, it's and you a got upperclassmen upper and deep. And deep. Uh,
2: it's um, it's it's obviously what Shaka Smart's been building there for the last few years. That you know they've had little stretches where they've shown those flashes, um, but not until this year have they really gone out and just dominated. Really quality opponents. Um, swept Kansas on the year. Um, you know, had uh, countless other wins throughout the Big Twelve. Reeled off a few wins to get to the Big Twelve championship and win it against Oklahoma State. in a really just classic game. Um, they've got guys all over the court that can score. They've got yeah. guys who can rebound. I mean, they they're just like it's just such a quality I, like.
0: I, I guess like but veteran this is, team,
2: like there's just so when many options in fluffing
1: Texas. Well, this I'll, was something I word. talked
0: about two weeks ago about Texas, which is on paper, and it's a article Rain Man's referenced before. Twenty four seven, they ranked the most talented teams on paper coming in the season. Texas was number four, just based on the star yep. rankings and how deep they are. Basically, Shock has been rec- Shock has been recruiting guys, and they're staying, and that's been yeah. impressive. Six. Yep.
2: Six of the top fifty guys, or six of the top guys on their roster, were top fifty recruits in their year. Four, all four, all five star guys. Yeah, this is like uh, that's how you win in March. Like you get these older teams that have been through the ringer. That's the only thing. Like they, I mean, they've been on a championship run in the NIT. We'll we'll joke about that in twenty nineteen. Didn't have a chance last year to showcase, you know, kind of that next step and now they're kind of thrown into it here where they're going to face a very talented Alabama team. They're going to face a very good BYU or uh, Michigan State. I would pick Michigan State out of that playing game. That's going to be a tough second-round matchup for them, and even Abilene Christian is really so good. They had a fantastic year.
0: That's where I'd like to segue there because that is my pick against the spread. Uh, I actually like Abilene Christian. I like Texas to win the region, but I like Abilene Christian to cover the nine against them in the first game. I feel like it is a nightmare matchup as a 14 seed because abilene christian they create turnovers at the highest rate of any team in the country they have a big man who hits his free throws which is terrifying and they have an instant and they're (laughs) scary and they're an in-state texas school which means they fucking hate texas uh i don't think this is uh like i don't like also that this is the last game being played in the first round the horns are going to have a lot of time to sit around think about this see other teams get knocked off so this Texas team, I think with them it's mental. They've uh, The games they've lost have been a ton of close one-possession games that they've blown it at the end. Um, I don't like them going against a team that creates a lot of turnovers and puts pressure in that way. So that's where what I'm going to be interested in. You're going to learn a lot about what you can expect from Texas based on this game. But I I see Aveline Christian playing them close here. Um, that's one of my picks against the spread Uh
1: I know. Uh, can, okay, can, can 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 I can I get in for a second? Yeah, you guys please, have been please stop Texas this train. Here. Stop if, this train. If you had to, and be honest, don't like let me. I'm gonna give you a leading question. So we we'll just try to be honest here, even though I'm gonna lead you. If you had to guess <laughs> where Texas ranked in Ken Palm, in the East, like one through sixteen, best teams on Ken Palm, where would Texas be? They're fifth. Joe. Fourth. They're 8th. Michigan is higher. St. Bonaventure is higher. Colorado's higher. Florida State's higher. BYU is higher. Connecticut is higher. And Alabama is higher. This is why having Texas in the Final Four is a terrible pick when everyone also has Texas in the Final Four. When everyone's zigging with a bad pick, you zag. But they can't this play is all those teams. Too, okay, so, they can't play So, all Mr. Those Palmer, teams. Right? Tell no, me. I'm just okay, saying they're not man,
0: as talented go, as go, Give me right are. now. Like, tell me, the tell me why good. UConn's a better team than Texas. Go. Mr. Pomeroy, tell me. Uh, I think James Booknight can get hot. He's probably the best player on the court if they play each other. Yeah, only because that's the only player on UConn that you know. Uh, you don't know anything <laughs> well, else about UConn. Like, you know jack shit about UConn. Texas, I, I th- you're a you're like The metrics UConn. say they're
1: better. I they like have the UConn. best player on the court. That's enough for me to think UConn can beat Texas. Would I take Texas over UConn? Yes. Would I take Texas over BYU? Probably, but it's close. I definitely like Alabama more. And I definitely like Florida State more.
2: Um, the thing about Bama that I take worries, Texas over the
1: Bonnies if I'm being honest.
2: The thing about Bama that worries me is like they are so dependent on the three point shot. If those shots aren't falling, it's over for them. Like they've they've had those games this year where they just sure. like didn't hit shots and they're done. Yeah. Because like they rely on it so heavily.
0: Well, I, I wanna keep going with the spreads. So both of you like uh both of you like UConn to cover against Maryland. Yeah. I haven't seen anybody yep. pick Maryland actually.
1: No, but it's not that public of a play, no, so you don't not. have to be too scared. Uh, I think you can take UConn, and you can take them with impunity here, and you should ride it for two units and finance some other plays. Uh,
2: yeah, that's, um, UConn's just the much better team overall, um, and it, the line didn't make much sense to me. There's pretty even amount of bets on both sides.
1: Yeah, because UConn's a late riser. They're 15-7 overall, but ranked 16 in Ken Kenpom. Uh, Maryland, I think, is in the 30s. I honestly had to scroll down to find them. Yeah, well, uh, thirty-one.
2: I think Maryland gets a lot of love because they had a lot of really good wins in the Big Ten, Um, but they just—I mean—they were average all year. Like they had really strong wins and they had really poor showings all year. And they beat Michigan State in the Big Ten tournament last week, and you know, then they had an 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 exit the next day. So it was like that's the Maryland team. Yeah, that's the Maryland team that's been there all year, and they. I, I don't think Turgeon's going to do anything that's going to surprise us here. I think they just – they're the 10 seed, and
0: yeah. they are where they are. I see I see the same thing. Uh, I like uh, – well, Capper, you have a pick I really like here because uh, it's a trendy 12-5 upset, but I like the five, and that's Colorado minus five. Uh, I th- I w- I'm curious to hear your rationale, but for me it's a simple – I think I watched uh, quite a few – I watched some of the Pac-12 tournament games – you look up and down their roster they are deep they got a senior laden roster uh mckinley wright is a very good guard that comes up which comes up big in march uh they got batty down low who's also very good but what i love most about them which they talked about <laughs> during all these pac-12 games Colorado is the best shooting free throw team in the field. Oh, did I say the field? No, I meant NCAA history. They're averaging eighty-three percent free throws good fact. in NCAA. No team in the history of the NCAA has shot free throws as well as Colorado does. And how is that? If if you took Col- if you took Colorado off the jersey and more people knew that stat. Uh I have a feeling
1: people might be thinking about this Georgetown pick a little bit differently. Yeah, don't get into foul trouble. Georgetown relies uh, on their bigs too and bigs can get into foul trouble pretty easily. Uh, I have them as my money line pick because Kudas Wahab was amazing, the 6'11 center out of Lagos, Nigeria for the Big East. Uh looked absolutely unstoppable. If he gets in foul trouble and Colorado starts shooting free throws, I might think that rethink that plus 180. There. Capper, what was your That's a, that's a good stat.
2: So, they were just really good all year in the Pac-12. Um, obviously, you know, the best team on paper going into the Pac-12 championship lost um, in that game against Oregon State that, you know, the team that just had to fight and claw to get into the tournament. Um, but it's a team that's top 20 in offensive, um, adjusted offense for Ken Palm, top 30 in adjusted defense. Yep. Um they are just really good. They don't turn the ball over. They shoot really well, you know, really strong from the free throw line. Um, they shoot good from the free th- from three points. Um, they just do a lot of things really well. And I think, like, when you're looking at bracket and, you know, what has kind of been drilled into people's heads, it's like where do you find the upsets? You find the upsets in this 12-5 game. And I think that a lot of people want to believe that Georgetown's better than they are. They got hot for a week um, they were pretty average overall throughout the year in the Big East. Um, other than that, I think that you're looking at the better team and you're not laying that many points. You're looking at a team that shoots really good free throws. So if it's a three, four point game late, Georgetown misses a shot, you're getting to the line, you're putting this thing away and you're you know, you're covering this spread. So I think that's enough for me here. Yeah. I think it's yeah, a I, team that, you know, I agree. I think people probably will sleep a, better on team. a little bit and, you know, they're gonna have a tough matchup in in the second round, but it should be a pretty easy one here in the first for me.
1: So the thing about that is big men occasionally, what do you, what do you like in March? What are the names people remember? They're good guard play and big men. Uh, We've seen it before, like taco fall for UCF, almost beating Duke. He's really tall. Uh, Obviously he was a lot taller, (laughs) uh, but he dominated that game. We've seen it with like St. Mary's with Solomon. Uh, We've seen big, big guys take over and Georgetown can definitely see that with, with Wahab. But uh yeah, I'm rethinking my money line play here. Georgetown's a little too cute. I might not play it's that. But cute. uh pretty cute. It's kinda pretty cute. cute. Uh, it's too cute. I
0: got uh, another uh game against the spread that I kinda like here, uh is Alabama minus seventeen against Iona. Uh, Iona, I can't Iona's that. getting. I, Iona's getting a lot of buzz just because Rick Pitino, great coach, weird sex stuff and he has this Iona team, but they finished ninth in the Mac. No, I don't mean the mid-American conference. We're talking Metro Atlantic here. Uh, they made a run in the tournament, and they upset a decent Bryant team that I preferred to have seen in March. Uh, Brian's coach had a back-and-forth with uh, Jim Bayheim, notable prick, earlier in the year, so I wanted to see him make it. But uh, they played just Speaking one prick uh, possible murder. Uh, they played just one game against a team. Uh, Iona did. They played just one game against a team ranked in the top 150, and it was a 22-point loss to Seton Hall. So I just think people are overthinking this because of Patino. He's a good enough coach to know that he's going to get fucking cooked in this spot. Uh, Nate Oates is a really good coach, too. Bama, they score a lot, and they're very good. I think they win by 30-plus in this this spot. Uh, Herb Jones is the best glue guy since Boris D. I changed my mind.
1: Yeah, so I like that. I I kind of get it because Iona ranked 181 in Ken Palm by playing college basketball. They rank below three Ivy League schools: Yale, <laughs> Princeton, and Harvard. Worse than all of those schools by playing college basketball this year.
2: I think it's super interesting because Patino. How many calls do you think Patino's already gotten about jobs for next year? Like he's rehabilitated. He, he, You've put all the stuff, all the infractions behind him, and people are ready for him you know, to come save their program. Oh, my
0: God. What if he goes to Indiana? What if he goes to Indiana? He's not. Brad Stevens not. is going no, to Indiana. No, not
1: Indiana. Not Indiana. Brad Stevens is going to go to Indiana. Did you see his press conference today? Uh, he was waxing poetically about how much he loved Indiana, how he learned basketball, and his dad's still there, and all of his friends are there. He he wants to go back so badly. He's going to go there you... and fall on his face. I just though. don't
2: understand. Indiana's not a good job anymore. Sorry. Uh...
1: We had one more. With the right guy, it could be. We had one more against mm. the spread. There's so uh, many the money would teams pour in. in the Big Ten. The money would pour in. We had, the programs are Stephens so good away. there already. We
0: had one more against, one more against the spread here. Uh, and this is one that I disagree with. I'm on the other side here, which I'm sure Rayman will love. You like the Bonnies plus one and a half versus LSU. Yeah, I love the fact that you're on Ooh, this yes. side because you're
1: indicative of what's going on. LSU's ranked 29 in the country. Uh, the Bonnies, as I said, better than Texas, ranked 25. That's ahead of LSU. But also, LSU's getting 70% of bets. Bonnie, you're getting plus money on. Take the Bonnies. Just outright, easy. Nah. The Bonnies can play some defense in the A-10. This is A-10. A classic, fade the public. Bon- they can
2: play some defense in the A-10. Can they play some
1: defense against the SEC? Not just it the just SEC. means more.
0: They mean a, LSU's one of the top three scoring you think offenses. You think
1: Vegas comes out with a 1.5 line and takes the liability on LSU, which they're clearly doing here with the 70-30 spread, if they think that LSU's going to win the game? I think it's a
2: stay away. No, from I me. think I, I'm super fired up to watch either of these teams play Michigan, though. To
0: me, it's an overthink. You, well, I just you just saw LSU go toe to fucking toe with Alabama. They got three NBA. That's players, the overthink. Cameron Thomas, Trenton Watford. I don't know if you watched Trenton Watford in that game. Holy fucking balls, is he good? Uh, Jema- Javante yeah. Smart is a junior. He is seasoned, and as I said, they almost. They almost knocked off uh, Alabama in that game. I would honestly, if LSU advanced, holy hell do, I think they could give Michigan a run for their money. Because yeah, they you are and not everyone with a
1: Bovada account thinks that. So. It's, um, it's interesting <laughs>
2: sure. because I think LSU is probably one of the younger teams, well, less experienced teams in terms of March. The Bonnies have one of the oldest, most veteran teams coming into this thing. Every starter on their team is a junior.
1: Good stat.
0: Good stat. We'll see. Fair enough. Uh, we got. Uh, so that's why we're here. We got in terms of uh, money line totals. Mine would be LSU in the second round over Michigan money line. I would totally take that. I don't and, no, and nothing in the first round. In the second round. Yeah. I mean, I'm already penciling in. I'm, I'm writing Bovada and saying, please, can I take odds?
1: <laughs> I, I, I am rushing so fast to take the bodies uh, now. Like, you've convinced me, Joe. I, love Ooh, I You're like everyone that. In America. I
2: like that exact result option. Uh, you take give, the exact result in the in the round of 32. Hey, fuck faces. LSU hey, over Michigan. Hey, fuck
0: faces. I want to give you more money. Will you let me bet on this exact <laughs> result in the second round? <laughs> uh... Yeah, I speaking of LSU Bonnies, this was the total that Kapper and I both like, uh which I we both like the over in that game.
2: Yeah, I think I think LSU's way too good on offense. Um They'll they'll get their points and I think Saint, I think the Bonnies will keep up with them. I think it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a hell of a matchup, honestly. That's that's still a top forty offensive efficiency, uh at St. Bonaventures. That's they're no I'll slouch. be honest.
0: Okay, tell me about. Seventeen on defense. I'll be honest. I I've I know, only but seen LSU, LSU five on
2: offense. I've
0: only seen LSU in this matchup, and I, I I guess Bonnie's. It this seems is just like a eighty. Classic. This is
2: like an eighty to seventy-nine final.
0: They seem like a pretty classically good mid-major in this spot. I think this is their highest seeding ever. And I'm just, but I'm just curious if they're going to run into this team with three NBA, it's, it is three NBA players, LSU has out there and they fucking fill it up and they're coming off their sky high confidence. They are maturing and they just know that they could have beaten and should have beaten Bama. So it's tough for me. I, the line being close, I, I get it. I get that LSU is, is public, but it's hard for me to pick against them.
2: We've um, we've gone to Ken Palm a lot so far in this in this um, recording. Any statement from Rain Man on Duke being thirty third in Ken Palm?
1: <laughs> no. Uh, well, I mean the highest the highest Ken Palm ranked team did not make the tournament. Also. Ranked number 347 out of 357 in luck. So some balls bounce a little bit differently in there in the tournament. Oh. That being said, <laughs> a terrible coaching job by coach K. They don't deserve being the tournament because things need to be changed in Durham before it can get better. We need to shake some things up and people need to be put on notice. So I'm actually happy. They're not. I'm in. glad
0: we could get in the Duke analysis that we, everyone sorely wanted on this March madness podcast, uh, I think this just about covers our bases. Uh, boys, it's almost here. How excited? How excited are you? Thursday night.
1: play My plums are tingling like a freshly shaken gold bond powder. I am so excited. You should get that check out, buddy. Should, that doesn't yeah, sound good. Not that. a sponsor. <laughs> That's bad news.
2: I'd say they have, they have creams for that, but gold
1: the are cream for that. So you might need something <laughs> what do else. You do? Some more expertise. It happened to me sophomore year. You got to go to the clinic. I might spray some of that shampoo Johnson & Johnson vaccine there to try to fix it.
0: (laughs) Jesus.